Greetings, greetings. Welcome to the Lord of the Storm. I'm Dan, your Bible reading friend, and today we are going through Matthew chapter 21. You are invited to get your favorite Bible and turn there now. I'm going to be reading from the easy to understand and read or EUR Bible. Today, we've got a donkey for a king. A few people in the temple get their business turned upside down. A cursed fig tree and another landowner parable for us to read. So let's ask the Lord to bless this reading. Father, you often come in a way we don't expect. Today, help us to hear from you in our reading and align our expectations to match your word. May our ears be tuned to you and your voice today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew 21. When they neared Jerusalem and came to Bethpage, to the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, telling them, Go into the village that is ahead, and immediately you will find a tied-up donkey and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say, The Lord needs them, and immediately he will let you take them. All of this was done, so that what was written in Zechariah would be fulfilled, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king comes to you, humble, and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did just as Jesus commanded them, and brought the donkey and the colt, and laid their clothes on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their clothes on the road. Others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowd that went in front of him and those who followed kept shouting, Hosanna, or praise, to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When he came into Jerusalem, all the city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? The crowd said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. Jesus entered the temple of God and drove out all those who were buying and selling there and overthrew the money exchangers' tables and the seats of those who sold the doves. He said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. The lame and the blind came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the experts in the law saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children who were in the temple shouting, Hosanna to the son of David, they were outraged and said to him, Do you hear what they are saying? Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read in the Psalms? Out of the mouth of children and nursing babies, you have perfected praise. He left them and went out of the city to Bethany and camped there. Now in the morning, as he returned to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it but leaves. He said to it, Let there be no fruit from you forever. Immediately the fig tree withered away. When the disciples saw it, they were amazed and asked, How did the fig tree immediately wither away? Jesus answered them, Most definitely I tell you, if you have faith and don't doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you told this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it would be done. Whatever you ask in prayer, believe, and you will receive. When he came into the temple, the chief priests and the leaders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority do you do these things? Who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I will also ask you one question, which if you tell me, I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? They reasoned among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the crowd, for they all believe that John was a prophet. They answered Jesus and said, We don't know. He replied to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. But what do you think? 
A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. He came to his second son and said the same thing. And he answered, I'm going, sir. But he didn't go. Which of the two did what his father instructed? They replied, The first son. Jesus said to them, Most definitely I tell you that the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering into God's kingdom before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you didn't believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. When you saw it, you didn't even repent later so that you might believe him. Here another parable. There was a man who was a landowner and planted a vineyard, set a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, built a tower, leased it out to farmers, and then went away to another country. When harvest time came, he sent out his servants to the farmers to receive his portion of the fruit. The farmers grabbed his servants, beat one, killed one, and stoned another. Again, he sent other servants, and they mistreated them the same way. But later he sent them his son, saying, They will respect my son. But the farmers, when they saw the son, said to one another, This is the heir. Come on, let's kill him and seize his inheritance. So they took him, threw him out of the vineyard, and then killed him. So when the vineyard's owner comes, what will he do to those farmers? They told him, He will completely destroy those miserable men and will lease out the vineyard to other farmers who will give him the fruit in its season. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected was made the cornerstone? This is from the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. So I tell you, God's kingdom will be taken away from you and will be given to a nation who will produce its fruit. He who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, and whoever it falls on, it will scatter him as dust. When the chief priests and Pharisees heard this parable, they understood he was speaking about them. They looked for a way to seize him, but they feared the crowd because they considered him to be a prophet. So there are a couple of things that stood out to me today in this reading. One of the first was how the Jewish leaders saw, as the Bible says, all the wonderful things that Jesus was doing, and they were outraged. I think if he would have just healed people and said nothing, maybe they would have been fine. But Jesus does more than heal his people. He confronts them when they're wrong. He pulls back the curtain on their sin, on their lives, and shows the ugliness that they're trying to hide. You know, this could have gone very different for the Pharisees. They could have been humble and said, you know what? You're right. But they, like us, don't like being told they're wrong. You know, I could be driving with my wife and she could say, you missed the turn back there. Take this next one. And I'll be like, nope, going a different way, which is going to take us in the wrong direction for 15 minutes and make us late. But at least I won't have to admit I'm wrong or do what she tells me to do. Now, Jesus goes on to tell him a parable about a landowner who works hard to get his land ready for his tenants. Then he rents it out and rightfully so expects to get paid. But he doesn't get paid. He gets his servants beaten or killed. Then last of all, they kill his own son. Now, as you know, God is the landowner in this story. Jesus is the son and those he was talking to are the evil tenants. And Jesus asks them, what will the landowner do in this situation? And they tell him, he's going to bring justice down on their necks. Yeah, they are in for a world of pain. So Jesus says, God's going to take it away from you and give it to others. So now they know that he's talking about them. And they just pronounced judgment on themselves. They, in effect, said, yeah, the right thing to do would be to punish them severely for the evil they've done. But instead of changing their ways, they now decide to double down. Now they decide to kill him. They're mirroring the parable perfectly. So what's going to come next? Their punishment. They could have changed the story for themselves at this point, but they didn't. 
Instead, their sin, their pride, arrogance, it gets in the way, and they make plans to do even more evil. So, what does that mean for us? If we know there is something that we're doing that's wrong, and the Lord has shown us, don't try to overpower Him and keep going the wrong way. You're going to lose 100% of the time. The confrontation may not feel like it, but it's a gift. It's your chance to turn around or repent and do what's right. And He'll help you if you let Him, but it begins with confession. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Help me change. Unfortunately, the Pharisees Jesus spoke to didn't do that, but we can. Don't miss the opportunity to make a change in direction. Let's pray. Father, forgive us when we continue to go the wrong way. Help us to turn around. We don't want the justice that we deserve. Instead, we want your grace and your forgiveness, and you've made a way for us to get it. But it comes at the price of our admission of guilt. Lord, for the one heading the wrong direction that's listening today, confront them so that they know to change and give them the wisdom and spirit to do so. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, it's a tough lesson, but it's one we all have to learn. Hey, I am so glad that you've dropped in to read with me today. I appreciate it so much. And I pray God's mercy, goodness, and grace will cover you as you turn your life to Him. Thank you for listening. Talk again soon. God bless.